Hey, it's Lola here, creator of the smokingprofit.com. Today's podcast is comfort for the creators, the visionaries, and the dreamers. Are you a creator that feels unsettled with what you're creating? Or perhaps a visionary that needs more clarity in your vision? Or what about a dreamer that would like some fuel to help you refocus and remind yourself of why you started? If so, this message just may be for you. Faith, belief, and ethereal enthusiasm is not something that's foreign to a creator, a visionary, or a dreamer like you. But sometimes that faith, that belief, and that out-of-this-world positivity can take a real beating. A beating under the mounting pressure of your dreams and the pressure you have to perform. Waiting on the manifestation of your dreams with little or no results can really play on a creator's emotions. It can deceive us into thinking our dreams will never come through or that we're working in vain. But that's not true. It's funny how our emotions make us forget a huge spiritual principle. The principle is this, that if we're responsible and consistent, results will come. So to get you back on track, I want to share with you a dream I had. And you're probably like, you want to use a dream today to help encourage me? Yeah, I want to use a dream to help inspire you. I sure do. First, I believe that our dreams offer insight for the future, the present, as well as the past. I believe that God speaks to people through dreams And we're often just not aware or we don't know what they mean. I've been having dreams about the future for a long time too, since I was a child, actually. The earliest I can remember was about donuts. I remember waking up in a bedroom at my grandparents' house and walking down the hallway. There was light shining in from the rooms as I passed them into the hall. It was bright and sunny. I walked down the hallway, turned the corner, and went into the den. And when I went into the den, I saw donuts in there. I was like, oh, yes, donuts. And I was so happy in the dream. Now, that was a dream. I woke up, and that morning, I walked down the hallway, and guess what was in the den? There were donuts. Now, I know you don't want to hear about a dream I had as a kid, and especially a dream about donuts. So let me go ahead and talk to you about this dream I had recently. I want to tell you what it means for the present and then I want to future cast a little bit and tell you how this can help you in the future. Again, I feel this message is for creators, visionaries, and dreamers. However, if you don't identify with any of those things or you're kind of fluid and you think, hey, I might be this and I might be that, cool, stay on. You can probably use something from here or you can share it with someone else. Now, in my dream, I was walking along a familiar road. I was actually heading home. Now, I hadn't been down this road in a very, very long time. As I was walking, there was a woman who started walking with me. Well, wait, let me be more integral to my dream. She wasn't actually walking with me. She was following me. She was following me and talking to me, but I wasn't very responsive to her. I was walking and I was trying my best to stay focused on getting home. Like I wanted to get home. She was asking me questions and I wasn't even responding to her. 
but she was answering the questions herself. So like she would ask questions and then she would start giving the answers. Like I was talking to her. She was carrying on a full conversation with me by herself. It was so crazy. Now, eventually this woman turned away. And as she did that, I noticed that the scenery changed. I saw that there were two newly constructed buildings on my right hand side. They were navy blue. One was so new that it wasn't even completed. Up a little further ahead, I saw a traffic light that I recognized. And then a few feet from that spot, the landscape was totally different. Now, at the point that this woman went off, there was a man that came walking up and he started talking to me too. He was talking to me about the town, someone in some red shorts. Man, the level of detail I have about this dream is so, so crazy. But he was talking to me about these different things. And I did the same thing to him that I did with the woman. I just remained focused. I was like, I have somewhere to go. So I didn't really pay him that much attention. Let me just tell you about a few similarities between these two. They both were offering me help. The woman was trying to give me advice and the man was offering to protect me. He was like, he couldn't go into the area that I was walking towards, but that if I needed help, he would fight for me. But he said he couldn't go there because he had been kicked out. I think because he was causing trouble. So why would I want your help or want you to protect me? But anyways, back to this dream. They were also husband and wife. So these two people, like in the dream, I knew that they were husband and wife. So I knew that they were connected spiritually. I knew that there was some spiritual reason that both of them were involved. Now, as I passed the familiar traffic light, the man at this point told me that he couldn't go to the place that I was heading and he left. So here's a side note. People will reveal everything that you need to know about them. Just listen. This man was walking and talking and probably didn't mean to tell me this, but told me that he had been kicked out because he was trying to do something to someone. So this was bad. So when you encounter new people, just a side note, here's some little short life advice. They're going to let you know everything that they need to know. I'm sorry, everything that you need to know about them. So all you have to do is listen out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks people speak what's in their heart and what's in our heart is the seat of who we are and our emotions all right back to the dream so I kept going as he turned around and I was looking back at him as I continued to walk away and he was looking back at me and continued to go further um, into the area that he had come from but he was talking to himself so I thought that was crazy so as I walked away I saw another traffic light and a bridge and the bridge was really, really thin. The bridge was made of like a drywall. It actually fell. It fell there in front of me. Although I was a little ways off in the distance, it fell. So I was like, wow, man, I'm super grateful I wasn't under it. But I was definitely apprehensive about going in that direction and continuing on. But still, I kept going. I never stopped. I went into this region and came into an area where there were buildings, but it was like a ghost town. It wasn't a lot of stuff there. And these buildings were about two and three stories and they were white, but they weren't like normal white. It's like they were whitewashed. I never use the word whitewash, by the way. Here's another note for you dreamers. When you dream, 
First, write down your dreams immediately. John Paul Jackson said that they're written in invisible ink, meaning that your dreams and the impressions that they give you don't stay there unless you write them down. You have to write them down. And when you're writing them down and when you're thinking about the dreams, it's good to think about the feelings and the emotions you have while you're thinking about this dream or while you are actually in this dream. Like for me, like I saw the buildings and I was like whitewashed. And when I was writing down the dream, I thought whitewashed. It was important for me to do that. And I'll tell you why a little bit later. So I'm going to give you a few takeaways from the dream. First things first, the familiar is becoming unfamiliar. Most dreamers, visionaries, and creators, and people in general, honestly, are excited about their plans, but aren't equally as excited about the risk and uncertainty that comes with it. Most of us are ready to execute our plans, but when our plans don't necessarily go as we expect, we kind of pull back, we draw back. It's like your spirit is ready to pursue your passion But your soul is like, wait a minute, let me go with what feels right and comfortable and this does not feel like it right now. Now, if you identify with this message, you may also recognize that God has attempted to ease you into this new stuff. And if you haven't forged into your future so willingly or aggressively, this is especially for you. The unfamiliar is coming without your permission, without your approval, and without your acceptance. It's best for you to just go ahead and partner with it now because the unfamiliar is everywhere. And it's primarily because of this. There are other dreamers, visionaries, and creators just like you, you're not alone, that are saying no to fear, forfeiting comfort, flexing their visionary muscles, and bravely manifesting their goals. So keep going. Now, the second thing I want to note to you about this dream is that you have to be careful with who you partner with. The husband and the wife, I knew that they were connected. I knew that it was a spiritual connection there. And when I wrote down the dream, I thought about Acts 16. Now, in Acts 16, Paul and Silas were followed by a girl that had supernatural abilities. This isn't strange, right? No, it is strange. She accessed the supernatural without Jesus, and that is wrong. It is dangerous to do that. People can do it, but it's dangerous. The girl used what the scripture refers to as the power of divination to access information. She followed Paul, and she openly confessed that they were servants of the Most High God. She said something good, but it really wasn't good because she was kind of validating herself in those moments that she was doing that. She was saying that in front of their audience, their platform, like, yeah, this is who these men are. They're great. And she was gaining credibility. So Paul, being troubled by it, turned around and said, come out in the name of Jesus, not to the girl, but to the spirit that was in her, given her power and given her the ability to do these things. I say that you have to be mindful of who you partner with and those that you allow to help you. Check their motives. Why do they want to help you? Check the purity of their hearts. You don't want to accept help now that's really not help for you. Don't associate with it. Don't partner with it. There are plenty of people you need to be partnered with that you can find versus connecting with someone 
who's really not there to help you, who really doesn't have your best interests in mind. Now, something else I want to point out to you from this dream is that you have to remain focused. You have to remain focused on the end result. Throughout the dream, I stayed focused and never stopped heading home to the end goal, to my end result. I never stopped heading towards my dream. I never stopped heading towards my vision. I never stopped heading towards the thing that I have been given to build and to create. And that's what you have to do too. Dreamer, creator, visionary. It can be frustrating. And the specific details of your future aren't always apparent. Or they could shift and change right in the middle of you working. Like when I was walking in this dream. Things were changing around me. And I ended up moving from familiar to unfamiliar pretty quickly. If this happens, it's okay. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Learn to be flexible with your plans, but to be firm with God's because his plans are perfect. So let me say that again. Be flexible with your plans, but be firm with God's. God has set eternity in your heart in the form of a dream, and he wants you to have that. He actually wants you to have that more than you do so you can trust his perfect plan. Even if he's told you to do something at some point or you felt inspired by God to do something a certain way and all of a sudden it's not working, you know, and you feel like God wants you to shift your direction, shift it. Don't be so stuck in, oh, I got to do it like this. No, if you feel like he's shifting you to do something else, then be flexible with how you feel, but be firm with what he's saying and what he's telling you. Okay, he wants you to have what you are dreaming about more than you do. I remember the first time I recognized that I was praying. And when I was praying, I said, God, you care more about my plans than I do. And I had to make note of that when I said it. I was like, wow, did I really just say that? That God cares more about my plans than I do? And it's so true. It's because he had these plans before I had them. He put them inside of me. But he had the plans before I had them. And he wants his plans to be manifested in my life. And he wants his plans to be manifested in your life. Okay? God made promises over you and over your life before you even knew what a promise was. These promises were about your future, your destiny, your influence, your happiness, your impact on this world. And above all, your relationship with him. He is faithful above all things to accomplish these promises. And is always looking for ways to create moments to remind you of those promises and to deepen the connection you have with him. Consider this day to be your reminder and mark this moment. Let God's faithfulness be your confidence. So last thing before I go, let me make this clear to you. Your dream, your creativity, your influence, and your vision is so much bigger than you. In the last part of the dream, I walked into a region with two to three-story buildings, as I mentioned before. They were whitewashed. Now, I don't use this term, but remember, God will give you descriptions and impressions that are not your own. They're his. So I looked it up. Whitewash actually means to make something whiter by painting it with whitewash. It also means to cover something up. 
or to prevent people from learning the truth and to hide deception. Why does this matter? Because what you're manifesting is made to uncover deception and unlock the truth. I'm going to end with this. I saw this quote on Christine Kane's Instagram page. It said, if you're going to carry God to your generation, you're going to have to make what you do know about God greater than what you don't know about the future. If you are unsettled with your creativity, your vision, your dream, begin to elevate what you know about God over all that you're unsettled about, all that you're uncertain about, all of the unknown things. You know who he is. And if you need to be reminded, then DM me. I will talk to you and help to inspire you and remind you of who he is. All right, we're at the end of today's message. Thanks for tuning in to the Smoking Prophet podcast. If you enjoyed this message, you should join my text list is free. Weekly, I send out prophetic life advice directly to your phone. Text the word BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E, to the number 31996 to sign up. Subscribe, rate, and comment on my podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn, for, so don't forget to do that. And be sure to visit the Smoking Prophet. Dot com, where I explore the subjects of spirituality, creativity, culture, society, and more in a super easy way, all so that I can give you life advice made easy so that you can do life and do life better, so that you can live life and live life better. Feel free to DM me or connect with me on social media at Lola Kabaya, L-O-L-A-C-A-B-A-Y-A. And until next time, have an amazing life.